1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo. The tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo. Now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly.
2: Welcome to the Big Suey, presented by DraftKings. Why are you listening to this show? The podcast that seems very similar to the other Dan Lebitard podcast. I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> in fact, the only difference seems to be this imaging. I have
3: been tempted in restaurants just walking past tables to grab somebody's fries that if they're just there. That hasn't happened to you guys?
2: I've done it. And now... Here's the
3: marching
4: man to nowhere, fat face, and the habitual liar.
3: During the break, uh, not surprisingly, Stu got uh, delighted. His face awash in glee when he created
2: a for rich people only Wendy's express lane. A willing to pay more only express lane. That's it. That's well, all. Sometimes talking. you're in a rush. There's a separate lane for a people who are willing lane. to pay more. Right. If you want to wait and pay normal prices, feel free to do so. That's fair. Boundary.
3: Yeah, make everything first class and and uh, and coach. Make everything. Uh, I mean, it's it already is sort of that. It's just not quite your as your highways are like that. It's not quite as overt as what Wendy's is present. It
5: does doing. seem like it's hard for Wendy's to please people outside of just lowering their
6: prices. Yeah, like I disagree. Which they
0: probably could do. No, I'm not well, saying. That's how you
6: could do dynamic pricing. Like, oh, this is an off hour; it'll be lower money. Before this conversation,
3: I've always thought of Wendy's as a place that only pleases people that it's a place that is his only pleasure i would bathe in a bathtub full of that frosty just got me back
7: with the frosty he did things were different when dave was around dan ever since we lost
6: dave that's true things have been totally different do you guys buy the frosty key tag i have one in my wallet so used, this, I is, a whole, this is a whole. That must be from thing. six years ago. No, this is from this year. Says so 2024. Before you could buy that frosty key tag for one dollar, wow. and it is always at the end of the year. So you get the frosty key tag, and with any purchase, you just show them that, and they give you a small frosty for free with any purchase. It Used to cost a dollar. Now it's up to three dollars. It's gone. Last year was two dollars. Now it's three dollars. That's still a good deal. It it kind of is though. This, supply, is, this is arguing supply. David's point is that like I'm now paying triple what I paid two years ago for it. But in my head, I'm like, well, I just get three Frosties a year, and it's already paid for, so it's good. I was willing to pay $3 for it when two years ago it only cost $1. We have been remiss in not celebrating. Where'd my key tag go?
3: David Sampson and Nothing Personal have celebrated today. He just got off the air celebrating their 1,000th episode. Uh, Are we doing anything more to celebrate that with David other than that crappy fanfare?
5: Well, like we do around here, we want to celebrate his 1,000th episode in
8: song. We love you. We've, you, we've got you, we've all got each other. Let's go right wow. now. One, two, three, Brett. One, two, three, Brett. Really? Why am I sitting in a
4: ball glove chair? You're the stranger
3: feel like a celebration of David (laughs) Sampson or his thousand episodes. He does like the song though.
2: We do a thousand every three
8: weeks. (laughs) So thank you. That is the most production value that you've ever added to Nothing Personal, so I appreciate
2: that. <laughs> it you were screaming for a doorbell
8: one day.
3: <laughs> it does exist a, a, a little bit on the periphery of what it is that we're doing here, but congratulations on a thousand episodes. It's a big milestone, a long time to talk to yourself, uh, many episodes to tell people that what they need to do in sports is wait and see
8: it's it's something that started off small and i and you actually were one of my first guests in a samson sit down and all i remember of our show is that mike ryan basically wanted all of it edited out because he was so concerned with what we were talking about and it seems like a long time ago and it's four years ago but we are going to keep going and uh thank you for bringing us on board love being a part of metal arc i don't love the position you put me in dan uh outside of the podcast which you do purposefully, and you do it both <laughs> in the name of content, but also in the name of running a business. And it causes issues with Greg and with so many other people within Metal And for that, I'm not happy, but to be able to do the the show uh, under the Metal umbrella for that, I am happy.
3: Promo code Heehaw21. It's 21% off, a little more than SamsonSucks <laughs> 20, the 20% off code. Uh the Carolina Panthers, speaking of sucking, uh, they were really terrible last year and then raised
8: their ticket prices. Your thoughts there. I think again, let's let's I want to hear from the room because if you're gonna complain about them raising the ticket prices, the reason why they're able to do it is that people are willing to pay more, even though the team is two and fifteen. Now they could have done better PR. We used to raise ticket prices in different areas after losing seasons, but always announce that the majority of seats are lower or overall there's zero increase because we wanted the people paying more to pay more than more. I mean, wanted the people who don't really pay at all to keep paying nothing at all. And so the Panthers PR was terrible, but in terms of raising prices, just so you know, there's no correlation between losing and the inability to raise prices. And Carolina is showing that now. Can you tell me where we are with Vegas and Oakland and the Oakland A's? Uh, Rob Manfred came out. We didn't even talk about this, what happened with your interview with Rob and, and the ramifications of that last week. But uh, he came out and said it's solid. Solid as a rock, Ashford. They are going to Vegas. There's just no deal. I haven't seen any deal. I haven't seen any signed documents. Haven't seen whether a ballpark can fit on nine acres. Oakland has to announce where it's playing for the next few years before they get a stadium opened. I think there's just so much green to cover. Can you still birdie a hole when you're 300 yards out? You can. You better hit like three really good shots in a row. And I think that's where Oakland is right now. And in terms of their payroll and all the complaints about John Fisher and the hope that he sells, just know that uh, people used to fly banners over Shea Stadium asking the Wilpons to sell. Everyone wanted Laurie to sell or Huizinga and then Henry. Everyone wants everyone to sell until someone else buys and then they want them to sell. The A's are not being sold today or tomorrow. And uh, I think the A's could still stay in Oakland, believe it or not. But we'll wait to see.
3: But it, it's looking like you're going to be wrong on that once the commissioner says it, it's solid, correct? Well, but what else is he going to
8: say? You think he's going to actually get, in, get well, into he doesn't an interview? Ha- he doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have no, to say anything. You do. That's the job of the commissioners actually, to push things along by promulgating hopes, if not falsehoods. That's what we would ask Bud Seelys to do throughout our whole process in Miami, is to get out there and either be the bad guy or the good guy, depending on what we needed at a particular time in the process. It has nothing to do with the reality, it has to do with positioning and the dynamic of the negotiating relationship. So a commissioner's job, and you see Roger Goodell doing this all the time, you say things, everything is with a purpose. So every word Rob says has a meaning and is done for a reason. Is he a smart guy? Extraordinarily. Th- that's actually not true. No, I don't do this again, please. <laughs> You're going to get all of us in trouble, Dan.
3: Well, what was the blowback last time? Because you and I didn't actually talk on the air. You, ju- or We didn't talk off the air either. You just said that we were blackballed or that our show was blackballed from baseball, and it
8: was the first I was learning of it. Well, it got aggregated. And, uh, it got the attention of baseball and, and, and they made a statement saying that it wasn't true. So the good news is that you can now, whoever you want from the commissioner's office, you should ask. Maybe they'll come on the show to do an interview with you. I was always under the impression, cause like with the Marlins, we couldn't get any of our players to really go on your show because they viewed you as overwhelming and mean and trying to trick them and trying to get them. And so the players just wouldn't do it. And then the owner didn't want anyone doing your show. So it's not an uncommon thing for people not to want to do your show as manifested sometimes through your guest list. So I would say that uh, the commissioner says that maybe someone will come on again.
3: But when the spokesperson denies it and you're claiming the opposite, what's true and what's not true there?
8: I'm I'm really more of a consequentialist and I I don't want to get in trouble again, but isn't the proof in the pudding – has anyone been on your show? I mean, we don't
3: ask for many baseball players, to be fair, but and I didn't even notice what you're claiming is a
8: blackballing. I I I it's not something that I'm such a I don't like that word. Did I use the word blackball? Yes. We've oh, had Marlins
3: a- on. We've had Skip Marlins. Skip
8: Schumacher in studio. Yeah. It's an unfortunate word. I'm glad actually that the Marlins are are more taking to you, and I like that they send free stuff to all of you now. That's something that's really good. You get those media packets with swag. That's a positive. Maybe it'll get you. What they really want you to swag. do is speak positively about the Marlins.
3: Uh, yeah, I think he's spelling it with a CH there. I think he's putting it's not a W in swag, it's a SCH is how he's spelling schwag. swag. What movie are you reviewing for us this week?
8: I, I'm going to give oxygen to a movie that I, I I'm very sorry to do, but did anyone see the new Jennifer Lopez documentary?
0: Oh, no. no, but I saw yep. she posted a misquoted uh, review on her Instagram story saying that it was like a, a brave movie, but the full context was like, it was brave that she made this terrible movie, essentially. <laughs> she paid for it
3: herself, right? Didn't she pay $20 million to 20. tell the story of her love life?
8: Well, so she paid $20 million, but of course you in the room paid the $20 million. Everyone who buys the tickets and everyone who does everything with her, uh, that's who paid for it. It's called This Is Me now and it's all about her love life. It's all about how she wants love and has never had love and now has love and didn't before. and it's really just a big music video. It's so bad that it only got green lit because it's j-lo and Ben Affleck plays some sort of bizarre character and a guy named Fat Joe is her therapist. A guy it's a guy named Fat so Joe a guy, Joey crack Well, the guy, the real fat Joe playing Fat Joe. It's only 66 minutes. That's the good news. The better news is I've saved you and your entire audience 66 minutes of your life. You do not need to see this under any scenario. It is horrible.
3: Samson, thank you. Real quick, we've got less than 30 seconds left. I urge the audience to check out Nothing Personal. What are you and Adnan Verk uh, willing to say about what you're going to do for the Oscars? 20
8: seconds? Thanks for the promotion. We're trying to work with Metalark so we can do a live show from Miami, like an Oscar party, a pre-party, and then a watch party during the Oscars. And I have no indication whether it's greenlit or not because I can't get anyone to return a call. So, Dan, <laughs> if you could possibly... Okay. The Oscars are like in 10 days. Uh, okay, great. So it'd be good to great, know.
3: Great. Uh, you're all invited to a party that none of you are going to attend, an Oscar party that we may or may not do. Thank you, David. <laughs>
2: Congrats here for my friends over at simply safe when you travel do concerns back home nag you did you lock up did you leave a window open that's why i recommend investing in simply safe home security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you i've had simply safe in my home for many years now the peace of mind it gives me especially during the summertime when i'm all over the place is incredible because i know the things i care about the things i value back home I can always keep an eye on it using SimpliSafe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with SimpliSafe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. SimpliSafe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new SimpliSafe system with fast-protect Monitoring at simplysafe.com/dlb. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
6: Don Lebatard. Well, Charlie sent. uh Charlie had this. Charlie, as far as I know, so just Charlie's title in my. Are you phone gonna phone. say anything, <laughs>
4: Stugats?
3: Uh, how how familiar were you at the time with Chewbacca? Like how your upbringing, how how had how much Chewbacca in it?
2: This is the Don lebatard show with the Stugats.
3: Juju, please put it on the poll at Levitard Show. Will you always stop and watch a game show video that has gone viral? Because I believe... That the way that all of us consume game shows today in the modern age is when a Wheel of Fortune clip or a Jeopardy clip or in this case, a Price is Right clip makes an appearance nationally. I believe this has to be. Maybe there is a spin in the history of Price is Right that is as great as what we're about to watch here. But I don't think there's ever been anything better, Stugat. So... As, as a way of setting this up, I'm going to tell you that the participant who is now spinning the wheel is doing so after the first spinner has gotten 90 cents, right. the it, second spinner has gotten 95
2: wow.
3: cents, and now this is the third spinner. <laughs> and what's spinner. the goal
2: of this for people that don't know? Uh, well,
3: the goal is to get a dollar. Yes, and,
2: closest uh, to a dollar. Right,
3: two spins yes. or a spin that will get you a dollar or closest to a dollar.
6: I said everybody knows the rules, and no one in this room knows the rules of prices. What did you guys do when I've you never were seen sick s- at home? Well, Maury, probably. Maury? But yeah. Maury? Yeah. Maury?
7: I don't know. Lots I've never seen Maury. a second of The Price is Right. What? The Price like? is
2: Right is a staple to a sick
7: day. All I know, right. This yep. is what I know. Steve, come on down. Yeah! Woo!
5: And then he goes and he and then that's all They I don't know. do that anymore. What?
6: Yeah, now the studio COVID ruined everything. The price is right being the most important of things ruined by COVID. So now they just have, like, eight people in the audience, and I think, like, what? everyone gets called. Yeah, they have, like, little pods of people. It's, like, a whole annoyance. It's not a thing. You want to know what? a fun fa- a fun Hollywood fact about The Price is Right that I was given, Dan? Yes. The Price is Right and Bill Maher use the exact same stage. You just move wow. all the props off of the stage wow. for The Price is Right, and then Bill Maher does whatever he does at That's night. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I did
0: watch that documentary about the guy who, like, perfected The Price is Right. Did you guys see that?
6: That guy was wrong. That guy was wrong. So the guy would watch. Price is wrong,
0: bitch. Happy Gilmore. That's the only thing I know. Bob
6: Barker, when he punches (laughs) Happy Gilmore.
5: Hell of a left hook. (laughs) We actually share a studio without kick.
3: Those are not apples and oranges on the analogous comparison.
6: (laughs) Price is right and Bill Maher are on opposite ends of the fun spectrum, are they not? Yep. Fair (laughs) point.
0: Don't know much about either, honestly. (laughs) Okay, Uh, take me through
3: here, uh, because there was a lot of stuff that I found objectionable about what you guys were saying there, but one thing I didn't understand at all, at the center of the Price is Right documentary you guys are talking about, were you saying that the subject of the movie was wrong, or
6: was wronged? Wronged, with a D. The man went and he did his studies and he knew the prices of things based on watching the show. They recycled the same prizes over and over again, and he just had, like, a list of what all the prizes were worth. So when he had to guess the prices, he knew them because he watched the show so much. Now, he was an idiot for getting it down to the dollar because then it's like, well, hold on. Something's up here. You got to sell it. Yeah. Exactly right. right. Be off by, like, $25. dollars yeah. hmm
0: you gotta do like the oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fake like, right. right. it really. Right,
6: agonizing over it. Crowd, like, what do you guys yeah. think? Smugness yeah. was the real crime there, I suppose. <laughs> this is it a.
3: What I will describe, I'm going to just say it: the greatest uh, set of spins in the history of Price Is Right. So I'm really, gonna, I'm going to set it up again for you guys who don't know how this game is played. The the he's got to get a hundred cents, a total of a hundred cents, because the first two spinners are as close as you can possibly be. Nine, there are no one cents on the wheel. It's just five uh, and uh, five cent
2: increments. So the first spin was ninety cents. The second one, 95 wow. cents. So That's he has right. to get ninety. Five or a dollar.
3: That with two spins, right. he's gotta get to a hundred. He's gotta get over ninety and ninety-five. It's damn near impossible. But look at what happens here.
4: You wanna say hi? My mom, my brothers, my sisters, my nieces, my nephews, and all my friends I met today on the way here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man. <laughs> just just to taunt you. So, so he lands on 90. Okay.
3: So basically at this point, the only things that help him on the wheel are five and a dime. But then if he wins, he gets another spin. Five or a dime are the only things that help him here. So you would think... Exactly a dime. I thought, yes, it lands on a dime, and I thought, okay, this is as good as this video gets. This is miraculous just by itself that this guy was able to land on the one spot on the wheel that helps him win. But now he wins a bonus
4: What a wheel spin! Round.
3: That was a 95, a 90, and then a dollar for Mew.
4: Everybody was spinning big. Oh, my God. Everybody was spinning big on that one. So this wheel's got some mojo in it right now.
3: Uh, you got a thousand bucks. You're on your way to the showcase. And now you get an extra chance to take money from us.
2: One spin, five or 15, gets you $10,000. Dollar gets you $25,000. Good on, luck. Here. Good luck.
3: One spin. Spin for your life. Come on, money. For, he's got to land in one of three places to win money, and there's only one place on the wheel he can land to get all $25,000.
4: No. No.
3: Lands on a dollar. You will all stop on that, correct? You guys will all stop on game show winning joy that goes viral, correct? Or, 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 which or misery, one, yeah. Which, which one will you stop on more? <laughs> you're going to stop on more. Instead of joy, you're going to stop on the person you can make fun of for being dumb, right? I would
2: light the camera on the guy who spun the wheel and got 95 cents because 95 cents never loses. Never loses in Price is, uh prices Right. And it's just like, yep, you're out of here. Right. That, yeah, person,
3: goodbye. that person looked like <laughs> PJ Washington at the end of the Flexing. game exactly. did out and out and the yes, that not happen a lot I don't know it don't. doesn't happen a lot but that I've never seen happen like that sequence of events is, is, is it's as mathematically improbable as any sequence of events that could possibly
7: happen so I show. see that everybody has name tags right so everybody in the crowd also has name yeah. tags does that mean that they're I- eligible to yes. go on the show and yes. spin
6: yeah yes. the crowd does right. seem to be bigger than it was the last time I watched yeah. Yeah.
7: so People can't be happy for the guy because they're like, "Damn, that could have been me." No, you're always happy. That's the thing. You cheer for everyone, right. and you help everyone. The whole crowd is yelling, yeah. "Prices! Yeah, but like, it could have been me, and it's not." I know. No, that's okay. the only place. There's in a tinge where of jealousy. Yes, <laughs> yes, of course. There is.
5: There's
2: a tinge of jealousy. <laughs> I don't care I gotta, what I gotta, anyone says. You think uh,
5: people shout like the wrong prices so they do poorly? <laughs> so there's still a spot for them. <laughs> that's I a know. good question.
3: I, w- I would. I want to ask uh, the entirety of the group here. Whittingham took a quite a beating here just for the year that he was here. And yesterday on the show, everyone turned on him for being uh, publicly a coward who has walked away from his crusade of being a pioneer who normalizes the word penis to a national broadcasting audience. He ran into a nemesis here. And you guys help me out. I don't know who Pat Tomasulo is from Chicago. Is he a famous... Chicago uh, sports radio or sports television personality? Can any of you help me with who this He's is? A
0: sports anchor on WGN Morning News in Chicago.
3: He went Chicago. after Chris Whittingham.
0: Excuse me, Chicago.
2: <laughs>
3: Thomas Sulo went after Whittingham. Is this Jim's brother. Uh, I don't, uh, it's not Tom Sula. It's not the swamp, mon-
2: swamp Monster. I'm glad you brought him up, though.
3: J- yeah, thank you. That didn't stop me at all. It was a very good joke. It with us total- back to a totally time. different name, not the accurate name or the guy that I'm talking about. Tom Sula. That would have been a better time to keep your microphone off. Let's, uh.
5: Everyone's let's- happier thinking about Jim Sula.
3: Put it on the poll at Levitard Show, Juju. Is everyone happier when they think of the swamp monster Jim
2: Tomasulo? I have to be honest, I am. I mean, he should have left his mic shut,
9: but I
2: am I am happy he brought the name. Next up. time I'll Thank do it you. straight to your ear. Thank you. <laughs> Pat
3: Tomasulo goes after Whittingham this way.
7: Broadcasters are on platforms smaller than that that don't use the word either. And so why am I going to continue?
5: It, we, we made headlines, it turned into a thing on the show. This is a big program with a big reach, and
7: yet somehow I was the only one.
1: What? Wow. No the answer.
7: only one? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. I walked so you could run. That's right. I've been saying penis since before <laughs> you could shave, which judging by the looks here, yeah. was yeah. Nobody else is doing it for the last 10 years. You turn on this show any day of the week. I might say penis. I might say testicles. I might say vas deferens, frenulum, corpus spongiosum, (laughs) prostate. Whatever I got to say to accurately convey information to my viewers is what I'm going to say. Are there days when I can do better? Of course sometimes I'm lazy, and I might say that a guy got hit in his Indiana bones or his Chuck Dickens, but I won't be dead if I let you ignore the sacrifices I have made in the name of journalism and, quite frankly, for a better America, an yeah. America where every yeah. man's broad stripe and bright stars is treated with the dignity and respect they deserve. Oh, that's right.
4: God bless.
7: We were
3: really disappointed as a show in Whittingham yesterday. <laughs> That's
2: a real chuckle fest, that show. Well, huh? My boy
7: dropped some bars, so. though.
2: Yeah, you wrote in a prompter, which is the best part. I, mean, come I on. might
0: say, <laughs> I might say, <laughs> <laughs> I might say clitoris. <laughs> I might say, <laughs> I might say, <laughs> <laughs> menorah. I might say, <laughs> <laughs> Majora. <laughs>
7: There's
3: a lane. <laughs> There's a lane here. If Pat Thomas can take that lane. There's a lane here for you, Jessica, <laughs> to be the shocking announcer. We're
0: running out of body parts, someone feed me another one.
7: Indiana Bones was good. I mean. Stars and Stripes was good too. <laughs> Bringing America into it. I need to
3: make a couple of corrections from yesterday. I got fooled by the internet again. It happens. Kemba Walker did not score ninety-two points overseas. What? You and I, uh, you and I also described every time the entire show when it was talking about Nvidia. Pronounced it wrong Uh, because uh, I pronounced it the only way. NVIDIA? uh, uh, That's the way. Uh, It's an N and a V. That's how I thought everybody would pronounce it. We all pronounced it wrong. But also, uh, Billy is now feuding with Disney adults. Do we need to make a correction here? Because I don't know that you've had a bigger fight than the one you're presently in.
6: I mean, I I have a public apology coming out. Well, not apology, but I, I tried to address this on Mystery Crate this week because factually there were some things that I was inaccurate about. And I feel like, as you know me, I'm all about accuracy. So, like I did say that Disney's Magic Kingdom used to be the happiest place on earth, and now they changed to the most magical place on earth. Apparently, Disneyland was the happiest place on earth always, and in Orlando is always the most magical place on earth. But that doesn't change the fact that some of the things that I said eh, may may have been may have been accurate about you know them not being super nice, and they used to be nicer. Yeah. And then I said that there should be separate lines for adults and there should be separate lines for people with children. And then Disney adults were mad about that. And I said, you know what? I feel like if you actually think about it, this would make a faster experience for you guys as well. Because kids take forever in these lines. But they weren't happy about that, so.
1: I might say.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Dan Libetard Show with Sugats is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Keeping things bottled up can feel like carrying a weight that gets heavier with time. Whether it's talking to a trusted friend, journaling, or seeking professional help, finding ways to let out your thoughts and feelings can bring relief and help you navigate challenges more effectively. Remember, it's okay to reach out for help when you need it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com D-L-B today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel dot D-L-B.
2: Don Lebattard. Let's go to uh, eighty. His, His name is Bo. <laughs> wow. I think Billy typed uh, an eight instead of a B. Fine. It's a clear as <laughs> day. Two dollars. Stugats number eight. No, <laughs> <Go that's> pretty- <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> it's Chris Corner on the line. Easy. Go ahead. This is the Don Lebattard Show with the Stugats.
3: is the one was the, the one that made me laugh, and I do I do wonder if any of those words uh, are allowed to be said in the state of Florida? Any one of them? I'm not sure. Uh, I, we might have to bleep all of those out now. Uh, Stugatz, I am having trouble, as many people are, because uh, when look at you when Billy, <laughs> when Billy says he is all about accuracy, I feel like it's harder to be accurate than it has been in a while because i'm watching drake may throw a ball effortlessly 80 yards and i have to go around the room and ask everybody is this a real thing or is this like what they did with michael vick in a nike commercial many years ago where he threw a ball out of a stadium because everything can be changed by artificial intelligence that was real that one was real (laughs) Drake May effortlessly throwing the ball 80 yards. I know Caleb Williams and some others aren't going to be throwing at the combine. Drake May clearly will be throwing at the combine if that's what he's going to show off, isn't it? Uh, I he's
7: was not. talking
2: I was talking about the Vic one, by the
7: way. He's not going to throw at the combine because he released that video and everybody's like, OK, he's got the chooch. We don't need to see him throw. Hmm. That, but the So we know this video is <laughs> real. I'm staking my claim that the video is real. Tony told us.
6: Are we getting close to the point where, like, potential draft prospects could decide to not participate in the Combine and release AI videos of themselves doing things they can't actually do? I love that. If
3: there's a way to do it, Bron is going to do it for Bronny soon.
6: (laughs) That's weird. Like, that story's weird, right? Yes. Which part of it? Well, where he was, like, talking up his son and saying he should be drafted high, blah, 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 whatever, and then as things are playing out, and obviously you know his son had a medical issue and like is coming back from that but as things have played out and people have projected his draft stock falling now lebron has pulled a 180 and he's like why is everybody putting so much pressure on him he just let him play and it's like well you you did this let him be a normal kid on march 6th LeBron tweeted, man, Bronny
9: definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Shit, lightweight, hilarious. No pressure. With laughing emojis. And then (laughs) yesterday, can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball?
2: (laughs) He can't be a normal kid, Dan. He's LeBron's son. I mean, I don't know what LeBron is doing here because a guy posted a mock draft, had, had Bronny going in the second round. And by the way, if I'm the Knicks, I would trade up, get Bronny this year, and I would get LeBron James. I would do that if I'm the Knicks. But a guy did a mock draft and he had Bronny in the second round and LeBron commented on that and then deleted the tweet. That's absurd. Like, what are you doing? The reason there's pressure on Bronny is because of you, because you're his dad. And that's okay. It's Okay. But you, he's added
5: to the pressure with, I want to play with them. Like basically telling yes. him, get out of college as fast as you can. because So I,
3: I play can play with, with you. you. Yeah, It is understandable that all of the internet will fall on the head of America's most famous athlete. And, uh, you know, a sports, an American sports internet pioneer in terms of following. Parents make mistakes all the time. It's a fairly regular thing. Being the son of LeBron James in basketball seems like something that would be hard to overcome for any child. Also, for a father who wants good things for their child, but also doesn't want to cause things that damage their child. Uh, Bronny evidently, from what people are saying, isn't all that good by pro-prospect standards. Right. He is uh, he has fallen off some mac, uh, mock draft boards because he probably will have to wait till 2025 to be pro ready. LeBron is talking now. The reports are that LeBron wants a three-year nine-figure contract. So that LeBron somebody's going to pay LeBron James if he wants three years at tens of millions of dollars a year. They're going to pay for the for whatever the LeBron James circus is in his 40s when he wants to play with his son. I understand every criticism of LeBron James. I understand LeBron wanting to play f- with his son. I also s- understand LeBron not having any idea how to parent this publicly. How many mistakes did you make with some of your first? With your fir- anyone listening to this? I made a ton of with mistakes with your Dan. first child, yes. with a child. But this set of circumstances, where you want to do the best thing for your kid, ensure his future, have him separate and apart from your name when he's going to have. Man, do you think it's hard to be Marcus Jordan? Do you think it's hard to be Michael Jordan's kid?
2: Yeah, but Dan, the point is, yes, I made a lot of mistakes. My wife, we made mistakes. We didn't blame others. What what LeBron is doing is blaming guys who are coming up with mock NBA drafts and coming up with where Bronny's going to fall in said mock NBA drafts, it's not their fault that Bronny's life is difficult. He's it's also, nuts. like,
6: he's not running a family business, right? Like, this isn't a paint store that you can hand off to your kid. Like, this is the NBA. You either are good enough or you're not. So, you know, he could be his, it, it obviously is not easy being the son of one of the greatest basketball players of all time, right? But him talking his son up as being a great prospect, like, Love you'll him. find out if he is or he isn't based on his abilities. And it's no swipe on him. Like he just is the basketball player that he is. Jessica, are you over under four sneezes
0: a day? Oh my God, way over. Sorry. I agree with uh, with your point though. Like parenting's really hard and and you're, if you're a public figure, there's probably things that you would want to take back. I'm, all of my dog's IP now belongs to David Sampson. <laughs> yeah. I would have changed that if but I he, could go back.
5: LeBron just didn't read the room on, okay, I'm the best basketball player of all time. This is going to be so much pressure on this kid if I don't say a word. There's already pressure on him. He's the second best. And of all he, stuff. I, I'm not. You're just saying it was a mistake. He, but and I'm. What am I asking for? He needs to come out and apologize for his mistake. I don't know what I want here, but he just clearly added to the pressure on his kid, and now he's getting mad at the media for stuff that he made more than it
3: needed. Understood, and I understand why it is that everyone likes to blame LeBron and want him to be more accountable at every turn. But any of you, as a parent, if you would have made a child that har- a, a, a mistake that harmed your child. Would you then sit it out after that, or would you try to protect your child? Because I think it's a pretty strong instinct. If your child already has the pressure of you, you've added to the pressure. He's had heart trouble, and now you have to turn on the television and watch your kid get devoured for not being as great as great at
2: basketball. He's not getting devoured. Not getting His getting stock devoured, is falling. Like yeah. any other basketball oh, player.
3: I know, but what the judgment on Bronny is... The expectations, because he's your son, arrive in an unreasonable place. You make them worse, even though your life path had you being able to handle all of this at that age in an unprecedented fashion. And now you realize, as the father, oh, my son might not be me. And some of the things that I want as a father, and not just a father, Stu, guys— But a father who's living the life LeBron James has lived for 20 years where everything is catered to you at every turn, feeding your selfishness, supporting your selfishness, pulling you away from your kids at every turn because your life is the thing that matters the most to every human being who enters your orbit. I'd have a hard time raising a child under those circumstances and always doing the right public things. That LeBron James has spent 20 years of what has been his public life since 16 navigating this slalom course. It's amazing. Well, publicly, and now asking him, also do it perfectly on behalf of your son as a father. It's just a tough ask. He's going to make some mistakes.
2: But I think we all agree that it's a difficult ask of LeBron James. I think we all realize we would make similar mistakes to LeBron James, the ones that he is making. But don't blame a guy who's putting up a mock draft. I mean, he, but your son should be treated like all, any other basketball okay, but player. So, but how do you In fi- fact he
3: probably gets perks because he's LeBron's all, son? All fair. Now the question is: you're the dad who's made the mistake. How do you fix it? How do you fix it could, publicly, privately? How do you fix it? What's, what's the mistake? What are we trying to fix? I don't understand of that- adding the pressure. At making LeBron James's son already had pressure to be great, but when LeBron James notarizes
6: This guy's already better than NBA players. Yeah, but I think most reasonable people are like this is just a parent viewing their kid in an unrealistic light I don't think I don't think people are actually like oh my god he's not as good as LeBron said let me slide him down on the mock drafts they're just putting him where he is they're not being mean to him
2: totally fine with that LeBron thinking that his kid is a lot better yeah. than most people do that's fine I mean that's that's natural most and of our Brons
6: do that on LeBron's that's kids fine. teams I'm sure they he's the, I'm a lot worse he was the best player on most of those teams and like how many other high school games is LeBron watching so he's the best player LeBron has seen, but that doesn't mean he's the best player out there.
0: If I'm LeBron, I think we go back to the AI thing. We harness the power yeah. of artificial intelligence, intelligence we put out. Clips of Bronny doing things that he's not actually doing, but yes. we pretend that it's yeah. actually him. We get him drafted. <laughs> if I'm LeBron, that's how I'm using my should fame. Be doing. If I'm yeah. LeBron,
2: I start doing mock drafts yeah. and I put Bronny number one in every yeah. mock draft. I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: influencer. Yeah. Yeah. Put him number. You got to
5: put him number three though. You put him number one. It's like oh, sell that's up, the yeah, thing. Just it's like sell the sell price it, is right. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: yeah. the sky. It's like you can't guess it on the dot. Exactly you can't be right. putting out AI combine videos that are super impressive. They have to be. Like, reasonably impressive. If he
6: really wanted to do the right thing for his son, he'd buy, like, a foreign team overseas that doesn't have, like, a good, like, TV deal, right? And then you start doing the AI thing. Once you send him to USC, everybody can see him. So if, you, if he's not really that good, you hide him away and you start putting out the fake videos and the fake stats. Because we saw, Paulo Torres finds out, that that's a thing that happens. You just make up stats in the NBA and you put that out there.
3: For those of you who do not know, uh, that is a Tom Haberstroh story involving uh, the Grizzlies statistician, and yep. uh, Pablo Torre finds out PTFO. he's doing some excellent journalism there. What were the, the, what were the most amazing things you learned about the, all of the fraud in the
9: 90s? Well, what was amazing about it is that it seemed like this was all just a marketing ploy. As the Vancouver Grizzlies were a new expansion team, their stat guy— got direction from the team. Hey, juicing stats here and there while we're at home is okay. So there was an example of, he said he was a Lakers fan and Nick Van Exel ended up in a, in a classic game of his with 23 assists. But when you go back and look at the film, there's an example in the first play of the game where the ball's inbounded to him and then he gives the ball to Eddie Jones and that's not on screen. And then Eddie Jones dribbles six times by himself up the court, pump fakes, hits a three. Van Exel gets the assist. So what it says is that while guys were at home, the splits on blocks, on steals, on assists, it was all greater for those teams. So Michael Jordan, when he wins defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. numbers are a bit juiced by the Chicago statisticians in 88. No, they're not.
6: Okay. Who are we ripping here? Who do we rip? Right. It's a great Everyone question. Everyone from the 90s. No we don't but- need to rip anyone. We just That's what LeBron needs to do to be a good parent lie about your child. No, and but he did it.
2: No, but, but. but who's the fraud? Like,
9: whose stats were inflated so much? I just want to rip someone. Who do I rip? Stockton, maybe? Hmm? Stockton was the, the example that they used. Like, like, yeah, assists. you give that guy an assist. He's John Stockton. <laughs> I think what
3: you want to do here, Stugat, so that you can always put yourself in positions to win, I think who you want to rip is LeBron James as a father. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what I want to do. Stu out here for my friends over at Simply Safe, when you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe home security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home I can always keep an eye on it using SimpliSafe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with SimpliSafe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. SimpliSafe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new SimpliSafe system with fast protect